Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, everybody. It's Reality Gaze, and it's a collab. Um, a collab. <laughs> We're here. We, we, we really got to fix that. We really got to fix that We got to fix that um, this is y'all. We're so excited to have, uh, this is our kind of first below deck collab in a way, but this is, we're so excited to have Dylan and Patrick here from another below deck podcast. Hi guys. Hello. Hello. Thank you for Hello. having us. And don't forget so, bad TV. That's our other uh, podcast. and bad TV. Sorry, and bad TV, bad TV. Uh, um, don't be so aggressive oh. with the plugging right at the top. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> sorry. Y'all fight like an old oh, married couple, even though good. you both identify as straight, which is always a good foursome for us. Except yeah. for I don't want to picture Maddie in there, so I'm going to consider it a threesome. Well, I think that's ridiculous. I think Maddie should be there. You know oh what? no, no! It's, I don't, it won't work if he's there. <laughs> I don't think Jake needs to be there, and you know I can definitely do a DP, so we're fine. He needs to, he needs to bring us snacks and drinks after. <laughs> yeah, it, it's very funny. With we're down, it's, we're down. It's, it's, we're now that now that I'm single again, and I'm gonna and she's on prep, and she's gonna start slutting it up again. Jake's horrified because he never wanted to hear about my sex life, and now he doesn't know what's gonna happen. I don't. I I don't I would rather never picture you sexual. So <laughs> well, I'm married, so we don't have sex. Yeah, perfect. Well, um, if you want to remedy great. that, remedy that. That's great. Just call I'm me. married, um, but younger, um, so we kind of have sex. Yeah, we kind of we didn't know that we just y'all thought we lived in Texas. I thought y'all lived where straight people live. I don't know, but apparently we all live in Los like Angeles, Colorado, or something. Straight yeah. people live in Colorado, Dubuque, Montana. Hey, yeah. look, we might be able to make that gangbang happen. No, there, there we go. Um, I'm going to need to do some, like, I'm going to, I'm just, I don't know. I'm very self-conscious, so I don't know. We're, 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 let's get to know each other a little bit better. I'm not I like that no. idea. Just, just a little bit of flirting. Uh, yeah, let's have coffee. <laughs> do, do, you no. get, do you get first off? Are you happy that you named it another below deck podcast or does no. it bother you now? Because we had some of our listeners saying, wait, what's the show? And we're like another, but what's the it's show? And we're like, like oh, the Jesus. worst Abin Costello. Uh, yeah. 
So so we uh, we started with The Bachelor and we called it another Bachelor podcast because it's a rather, uh, as they would say in the biz, a saturated market. It's a crowded um, field. Yeah. Uh, so when we did another or when we started a below deck podcast, we thought that we would have this brilliant business synergy and call it another below deck <laughs> podcast. But uh, but yeah, that's the that's the name of the show. Um, I think we're the only two people covering it. Um, uh, we're the only two podcasts covering it. So, um, yeah, so there's you guys, and then there's ours, right. another Below Deck podcast. Does yeah, Crappens not do Below Deck? I thought they do. They do. The Crappens does. And I think they're back watch- doing it. They stopped doing it for a couple years, I think, because right. you know, we're friendly with those guys. And I actually had, we when we used to have people in studio, I would text Ben and say, hey, Ben, Ross, Joe Schmo from Below Deck is in town. Do you want to have him? Yeah. yeah, you guys have done interviews with people, so uh, yeah, we want to yeah, yeah. we want to talk just before we get into the episode. Um, uh, you guys do below deck, also other bad TV. You do lock web after lock up. Yeah, so we have our our below deck podcast, which is dedicated to the seventy five different spinoffs of the show. Uh, they're going to mm-hmm. drive that thing into the ground if they don't fucking chill. Um, but we also have a show called bad TV wherein we cover lots of other different stuff. So love after lockup is there. Rock of love is there. We're dropping, summer house. Uh, we're going to start Ugh. summer house soon. Yeah. Um, and the below decks are there as well. So you can, you can find everything there. You know, we weren't going to do summer house cause it's been so horrible. Mm-hmm. But then we saw the trailer for the season, and now we don't know oh, what to do. We're just we, we're we conflicted. Were talking about it, we I need more of a respite because Winter House. We I, didn't do it. I, oh, we couldn't do it. I we just, didn't do it. I fucking just fucking hate every single person. Yeah. I, I did love y'all do? Kate. Did you do this last season of Winter yeah. House? Yes, we did Winter House, and I'm I love Paige so much. But I'm I'm starting to not like Paige because she's with Greg. We don't call him Craig. We call him Greg. <laughs> doesn't deserve to have his first name said. Craig. <laughs> Everyone on the fucking show is just horrible. Yeah, it's yeah. it's gotten to the point where. Uh, I, I feel like every, we, we talked about this a little bit on our last season that the old guard of Kyle, Lindsay, Carl, they don't feel like they're actually friends with the younger people. And that actually matters if your show is based on not like a real world where you have all these people who are just like living in a house and getting real, but this is, these are people who are established friends. friends. Right. And well, does it work? Well, think about Vanderpump Rules the first couple seasons. Those people actually worked at Sir and they were all right. banging each other. And right. so the chemistry is off the charts and th- those are the best seasons of that show. Then they start making money. And now they're on TV and then it completely changes the dynamic. That's what I think has kind of taken place with Summer House and Winter House is now mm. these cast members, it's like, yeah, they're not letting loose. I mean, Greg gets drunk at three in the morning and punches at Invisible Pinatas, <laughs> but <laughs> both Invisible and Very Visible and Real Pinatas. But to Bravo, don't bring Corey back on this show. Never. Don't, don't bring oh, Corey back. He gives everybody show. the ick. I get the ick. I watched one episode just to see. Corey oh, is this God. kind of, I would consider I'm Corey looking. like a melted Abercrombie and Fitch model. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Maddie, you'll, you'll want to fuck him when you see him, but then you, when you talk. Unfortunately, people, you're going to want to fuck oh, him. Yeah. No, I don't think I can. That perm. That's no. no. The, perm is, the perm is weird, and there there is this kind of um, illusory trick that happens where from afar it's fine, and then it begins to look more melted. And I don't want to shit on yeah, people. Yeah, it's a Monet. 
Um, he is, he's one of those, um, I don't like the educated bros, the bros that are, are they're, they're made of muck. They exist in muck. They're just trying to get pussy at all hours, but they're yeah. all of a sudden entrepreneurs and businessmen as well. It's like, please like shut Luke selling up. maple, like Luke selling yeah. maple syrup. Now, what do you well, think? Now, Jake, Jake, before you say anything, Jake has a, <laughs> what do y'all think about Luke? I, I find I'm a straight man. I would, you know, who knows what would happen if me and Luke were on a, a three day vacation together. I find him to be just a stunning human being, but he's also fucking weird and he needs to chill out on the weirdness. He, he weirds people out. Let me tell you about Luke. Hold I on. Was, I want to, oh, before you go, I want to hear what Pat wants to say. Sorry. Well, I get his arc on this, on Winter House. I kind of felt bad for the dude because he was basically made to look like a really creepy bastard. My wife then, because we watched the show together, she's like, oh, I used to think he was hot too, and he's a creepy bastard, and she's been turned off of it. So maybe my... my uh, and now I'll let Jake him. tell his thoughts. Here is the issue. <laughs> I was never attracted to him. I thought he was strange. I thought he everything him about him... relentlessly on I his show. I dogged he, him. Yeah. You called him... St I think you said that I think you at once said you said something like a fossil is smarter than him. Or I, I think something. I did say uh, a, a, a troglodyte was, yes. was yes. smarter. Yeah, you did. Then he was. And then, and then what happened, Poodle? Then I met him backstage at the crappies and talked with him for like 20 minutes. And he yep. saw, he looked at me and he saw into my soul. Yep. And the thing about it is he, I will say that he is slightly over familiar because he's so Midwestern. That's yeah. where the creepy and on television that translates to creepy. And so yeah, I, yeah, yeah. a lot of that is getting that through the edit. Um, he is overly familiar with girls, which will get yes. you the creepy edit for sure. For sure. Um, yeah. And uh, but he also has been told he is the, the best guy ever, and he's like everyone's like hometown king, and yeah. he now <sighs> is he's he he is arrestingly attractive in person, though. But I what, what did you what did you tell Luke Poodle? What what did I you told tell him, him that if he came to L.A., I would help him with his career, even though I have no <laughs> no ways to help him. You can't offer empty gestures like that because I, I did no. They're gonna come. They're gonna come. The number is gonna get called, and you're gonna be like, "Oh fuck!" That's what he wants. He said, I "You know, him, I'm you know I'm a voice teacher. If you ever need voice, <laughs> I said, teacher. I'd put him. I'd I'd put him in Leslie Kahn's class, and she would completely destroy him. Yeah. And then then we'd be maybe maybe he would do like a Shakespeare play in North Hollywood. I don't know. Oh, yeah, he that, just folded y'all. Um, yeah, right just by the folded. Shakey's Pizza on 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 uh, uh, Laurel, but. There, there's this thing with, um, yeah, he has, he has just icy Aryan eyes, but he, um, he, these kinds of people, reality bends differently for people that look like that. And it yep. usually manifests in, uh, in character deficiencies, but you shouldn't encourage his music because it's a sin to encourage that no. art. So you have to stop. We've we've sung we've quite done, a few parody Luke songs. songs of his. Um, <laughs> How but, do you feel about? I didn't think we we're going to talk about Summerhouse so much, but I'm intrigued. What are yeah. your thoughts on the relationship that is Carl Lindsay? Yeah. <laughs> I I I I don't. This is a very controversial thing. I don't want to. I don't want to. People who are going through recovery, praying for you. Do you get better? Don't talk to me about your recovery. It's very annoying to me. 
Um, <laughs> two of them, the two of them together, it's just this kind of incestuous, let's get better thing that they have. And I, I think it's going to end in a I fucking- I can see that. Yeah, and I, I don't know. It's they, gonna end in hell. They're fire. a TV couple that are destined to probably make a TV baby. There's some people that I believe like Paige and <laughs> uh, and Craig, where they are staying together for for the benefit of it's helping them book TV gigs. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Those are my least favorite. Like you can't come up to Winter House where they're going to film you for two weeks and be a couple because it's so boring. I yeah. like the idea of single people going there and mixing it up. This last Me one, house, we had fun recapping it, yeah. but in reality, there was zero storylines. Like, take Carl and Lindsay, Lindsay, right? Yeah. They come up, and the whole storyline was going to be that she touched uh, Austin's, Austin's dick. dick. Yeah. Right. Uh, and, and he came on like a McDonald's cheeseburger wrapper or something. <laughs> and in reality, I'd watch that. They basically go to Carl, like, how do you feel about this? And he's like, yeah, we talked about it. It's cool. And it's like if Carl's cool with it and Austin's cool with it, then why does America care? Why, why does anyone in the house, pr- probably Amanda, who has like the, the opinion about everything. Uh, then, they, then they talked to my dick and my big fat tongue. went And I ruined my cheeseburger, but it was so fun. I hate it. He's the worst. Um, worst. If you if you think about a real couple, who I consider the realest couple is Kyle and Amanda because yeah. they both actively hate one another. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I do. A hundred percent. It's, it's real. real their, their marriage is real. That's what true love looks like. Now here's another thing. So you have Sierra come up on Winter House this <sighs> past season, one of the hottest girls ever, right? And yeah, you have beautiful. this house, and she doesn't. There's no one there for her to have yeah. a love interest to. She's already banged Corey, I think, in the past and was over. It got the ick. She banged Luke. Yeah. I'm sorry, Luke. And then Luke. now they basically, they, if, I know you, did you guys actually watch the show? I don't blame you if you did. No, not I, I watched one not season two. We did the first we, season. We watched last season. Yeah. Yeah. Sierra was kind of floundering and still like in like with Austin. And it makes you think, good Lord. Know, what what kind of disease do you like? I, I don't understand why you are into this person. But yeah, it was just it's eight episodes. They come up with some stupid house game to play at like the 24 minute mark because they have to do something. So they get around and play like a saints and sinners. Yeah. They game. send a PA down to the 99 cent store to uh, grab some <laughs> costumes. <laughs> those yeah. fucking props. Amazon just needs to stop delivering those houses. <laughs> I think so, too. I think so too. Anyway, I, I, the, we're, we're, we're on still on the fence whether we're covering it. I know we have to watch the trailer again so we can make a decision. Summer it's House happening is better soon. than Winter House, but another Un- really, and I, we need to move on. But, but they, they, they bulk order sushi that gets delivered to the house, and that's just a recipe for disaster. I, I just don't understand how that could happen. If there's two, three menu offerings, that's fine. But when there's all these different roles and there's like eight people, it just gives me a fucking headache. I don't know. This is do. such an LA problem, and I love it that you that you have a pro- that you have a problem with it too, because I find bulk ordering of sushi to be like with a party of like twenty. Yeah. Or something like that to be yeah. really problematic as well. No, I only do those boxes from Sugarfish if I want to yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, do a box. I agree but with you. I'm with you, Maddie. That's your box. It's it's it's, it's your, your box, box yes. right? Anyways, we have more important stuff. To talk we have about. more important shit. Let's move on. Let's talk about BD or DP or DP yeah. and BD. Yeah, um, DP Mediterranean. Uh, DP Med, uh, or we call it below Dick, um, where. Let's just talk about this season in general. This last episode called Frazzled, um, 
Yeah. Uh, basically, we we've had Camille got the axe, who was kind of the 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 reason that the kind of trash on display we were, we were watching, having fun with. Um, we we've been living for Rachel, of course, this season. Um, and what do you yeah. guys think? And 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 it was pleasantly surprising. Lee seemed to have been losing a little bit of his. Even last season, Lee was losing a little bit of energy. Um, no, it's not facilities, Patrick. Oh, it's faculty. It's faculties. Jesus Christ! You know what, Patrick? You're pretty, so it's fine. You know, Pat. Um, welcome to my life, where we're just corrected I, and shamed. I guarantee you're you, just Dylan, trying to figure it out. D- Dylan, but both of you probably correct each other a lot. Um, but. I think fairly the, one-sided and I need to work on it. It's not important. I, no, Dylan. It's, I'm it's just, a Libra thing. The Libra it, man, it's Pat. Really bad. Like he, he'll say things and I'll just rapid fire. Uh, I have if, to. if we don't correct it, then the audience just thinks that's wrong. And then we can't have a laugh <laughs> Thank about you. it. You know? Thank you. But Thank the audi- you. But the audience doesn't care. That's what you Oh, forget. yes, they do. <laughs> You're Thank incorrect. You Maybe so, I'm just I'm just a Pisces who doesn't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Your education failed you. Um <laughs> but we've got we Captain Sandy coming in completely changes the dynamic for me. Yeah. Everyone yeah. who's listening to us and listen to our blow deck podcast know that I'm I'm both uh, a not a fan and I live for every time she's on the screen because I get to imitate her and make fun of her. Right. Um but what what do you guys think about just this season, how it ranks to other seasons? We thought last season was a complete snooze of beating <sighs> original Below Dick. Um, you, you know, to be honest. We uh, do five different yeah. – there's five versions of this show right now, which is yeah. too much. They're going to tank this show. Yeah. And honestly, I have to tell you this. After a season's done, I don't remember a soul yeah. – that's what that's what we do with 90 Day Fiance. Same, same. Uh, yeah, it's like, well, say, like yeah. You guys probably go through this with every rendition, but yeah, I have the faintest fucking idea what happened last season of Blood. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll, prob- I'll go through I- into the 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 storage unit here and try to pull something out. Nah, that. don't worry about it. Let's just we don't do just, below we don't do below deck adventure. Y'all, y'all no, are doing that no, too. No one should. No one <sighs> should do below deck adventure. But here is the problem with below deck adventure. <laughs> The people go on this kind of yacht vacation for the adventure, which mm-hmm. is not going to provide anyone any real drama. It's rappelling, it's bike riding, it's jumping off of high shit and right. swimming in water. The you would think that so because of that, the quality of the yacht experience is essentially a glorified houseboat. I mean, it's really yeah. it's genuinely disgusting. You would think that there would be a little bit more to chew on. But it's we call it the B squad. The the sea rats that work on these vessels are so incompetent that it's not even funny. It's just exhausting <laughs> after a certain point. Uh, so no, no one watched Below Deck Adventure. It's fucking it's terrible. Yeah, it was terrible. It was fun. The chef on like lost her mind. I, I think in three separate pieces of food, including a cheeseburger, somehow she got her hair entangled in a cheeseburger. Yeah, that yeah. was that was a big deal. Um, I do I do know of just. I was trying to we we were going to do a crossover episode of it and uh the the chief's Faye, who talks like kids just really Yeah. He talks very much like it and her voice kind of started grating on me. But the scariest guy was the southern guy who was basically could have been in the white power club. (laughs) 
So do you, do, tale, little lie, ruins do you lives. know the, the story of that little white lie that? No. Okay. All right. So, All right, so is, Kyle got fired the second episode. Kyle, this is amazing. Yeah. So Kyle, I watched this. Kyle is, uh, you know, hurt people, hurt people. Um, yeah, definitely. Kyle is a hurt person because his mom is something from, I, I don't know, like, um, I don't want to get too heady. She's like, if there was an, e if there was an evil woman in a Cormac McCarthy book, that's <laughs> she, she, goes, she literally slit a horse's throat from a, a neighbor yeah, that she was a having dispute a dispute with. Uh, she shot a horse in the head. She went on Dr. Phil said that none of it's true, but she wound up in prison. So it likely is true. So there's a lot of crazy fucking shit going on there. They should have left Kyle on the boat, I think is the point, because it would have been a lot more drama. They fired him too early and then the boat's boring. And of course you have people jumping off cliffs and who wants to see that? That's yeah, boring. That's yeah. It's boring. We, I remember them saying oh, he's very, he's very, uh, Carrie's like, he's very, uh, I really hate to lose him or Lewis. Like, I really hate to lose him because he's a good sailor. I'm like, and he's also slightly crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know we were thinking the same thing, but, um, well, with this season, Sandy is a welcome sight because yes. we, and I, I hate to alienate people, but we, you know, we got to do us. Uh, we cannot stand Captain Lee. Um, he talks, oh, really? Yeah, no, he, he talks about imaginary plane tickets. He yells at people. <laughs> he talks about eating ass too much. And the, the, the problem I have with it is that's good for us, but yeah, it's yeah. good for you guys, but you guys walk the walk. He is just fucking, <laughs> he's trafficking in, in fraudulent, you know, claims of ass eating and he's doing well, it all it's, it's a generational thing. Cause I remember, I forgot about it, but where I'm from in Oklahoma, my father, all the time, I forgot because I went, I moved back for a year, and it all the time. Matthew, by God, I'm gonna eat his ass out, and I would always yeah. go. <laughs> now, yeah, but yeah. he would be. I couldn't say anything to him because he was so pissed. So there is a generational thing of eating ass. I'm gonna get at that he, ass. Here's yeah. the other generational thing, and I've bitched about this because people are like, "How can you hate on Lee? You know, he's the fan favorite, or whatever." I'm like, "Well, I hate his fucking management style because <laughs> yeah. he keeps he continues to do it and not change it or evolve it. And he's like had the most fire, like fired the most employees. So he obviously did. his leadership role sucks. And I think fame kind of got to his head, and he became kind of like almost like a characterization of himself. Like, but he only has like two characters. He eats ass and he hands out plane tickets. Well, and he also, That's true. He, he really got high on his own supply with these long winded aphorisms that he comes One up with that make no fucking sense at all. <laughs> And um, I'll nail your pin down to a three pecker billy goat so with a hammer. Like, what the fuck are you talking are about, you little man? In an insane asylum right now? <laughs> what are you talking about, Lee? He's got to be so pissed because you know that he's not going to be on the show anymore. And Captain Carey's coming on to take over. Yeah, that's correct. Carey has Carey has been a, a, announced. I don't know if you know this about Beth Smatty. Carey has I been announced as season eleven. So um, this this is brand new news. I haven't seen that. Yes, it's breaking okay. news like three or four days ago. Captain now, Carrie's on Below Deck, Deck Adventure, Adventure, right? right. I, yeah. I don't know anything much about him as a He's captain. Australian. He's a bald-headed captain. Get this. He drinks, and I think he's got the eye for some of the ladies. Yeah. So Definitely. this could be fun. He doesn't have a stick up his ass like Lee. Like, this guy will fucking party. So I am really excited about him. I wonder, if, I wonder if Sandy was pissed, because I feel like Sandy was vying. She, oh, this she, wants, she, wants to get, she wants to get as much as she can. She wants to be the top of this. What do you guys think about Sandy? <laughs> 
okay. in her style. So, um, hey, Sandy, hey. we can all learn from this. <laughs> oh, hold on, let me turn to the page that I liked from Tony Robbins' book. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, so Sandy watches a lot of um, like productivity YouTube. She mm-hmm. watches, she goes to a lot of leadership conferences. Pat deemed her many seasons ago Captain Timeshare because the. <laughs> Hey, she, what are you cooking? She, you know, the captains are supposed to be up in whatever fucking room it's called. I don't know if it's a fucking crow's nest, whatever. It's got a lot of computers. The bridge. Yeah. Yes. The bridge. It's like, we've been covering the show for six years. (laughs) No, same. Get it. Go up there, play fruit ninja like Lee. And when it's time to dock, you can scream at everybody. But Sandy. Yeah. Has a more hands-on approach. Are you making nachos? Are you making nachos for the guests? This season, she's gone from Captain Timeshare to Captain Most Improved. And then recently, she's gone back to Captain Snap, which is this really like overexcited, like snap, like she's back into everybody's shit. And now I fear as though she is addicted to the lenses once again, and she has devolved back to the Captain Timeshare. Sandy needs to go back to med. We need a break from Sandy. (laughs) It's too much, Sandy. Right? It's just I, too much. I agree. Sandy. I I'm lucky that I can. I I feel like she's a gift for me because I just go off about. Usually, I talk about her watching television and watching and and like finger banging to Law and Order and Mershka Hargitay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, she loves Kate and Allie. God, and that turns any, her off. Any type of I, like lady yeah. television because oh, she's Niles. when she's woken yeah. up, she always kind of wakes up. Uh, for so when she wakes up crossing Jordan, when she yes. wakes up, she just kind of has, she's always like braless, kind of like, just like, she's just, she's a little flushed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her, her, our alarm on her phone is the theme from it's a living. <laughs> but but she sure. does, wow. Deep cut, man. Wow. These moments where you, you love it's Captain Sandy. When you that- do. When that little uh, that little bitch uh, across the way called her and said that she needs to move the boat, I mean, <laughs> I have, I mean, she, it was like a twelve round bout with that guy, and she absolutely decimated him. So there's, oh, it was there's great. pros and cons to Sandy. She's a good. If you don't move the boat tonight, you might kill some of the passengers. Why don't you shut up? And go back to your guests. I'm gonna go well, back. She to was. She's. That's what we said. Actually, the most Jake has said. Actually, what she's saying as a captain is pretty good advice. But what what we've noticed, and maybe y'all don't know this because just because you're straight, you don't know the culture. Yeah. The big, I think that really, is, and I think you're right, which has set her back to kind of the old Captain Sandy is a gay man corrected her. And you do not, yeah. as a gay man, you do not correct a lesbian who has authority over you. Because okay. Wow. Okay. 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 Off. We talked about this last episode and I, I said aloud. I don't know enough about the culture, but is there a war between twinks and lesbians? Yes. yes. Okay. Yes, they are why, mortal enemies. Why is there so much animosity? Well, because they're not really of the same species. Um, okay. uh, it has it has a thing where, especially younger gay men, because um, a lot of younger gay men like Fraser have no use for lesbians, especially uh-huh. older lesbians. Right. Um, okay. And so, and, and Sandy kind of knows that and she's a little, but it was the point of what, what really gets her is Sandy's always got a chip on her shoulder, rightly so, of being a female captain. No one's going to take me seriously. Right. So 
when Fraser starts kind of just a little bit of talking back to her, yeah. that's enough to say, I'm going to push you further. And when, and that's the thing she, every confrontation she has with him is yeah. a chance to make him roll over right. and he doesn't really do it. She's like, I'm going to, you're going to submit to me and I'm going to strap it on and I'm going to fuck you all night if I want yeah, to. Right, right, right. Wow. Well, and be because he's, because he's in this queer community, a part of her thinks you should know better. You know, there's this idea of she, I'm sure she would say, Frazier, and she would, of course, say it wrong. Frazier, you know how it. you know how difficult it is. What I've had to go sure. like the fact that he, even though she has no empathy for other people, she's upset that he didn't have the empathy in, for her and said that to her. There, Got it. There okay. was a scene in the galley which it just passed really quickly, but you could tell she was very annoyed with Fraser. I think he told one of his, you know, stews to do something, and she basically corrected him. Yeah, and said, "You don't do that. I do that." And it was like the first time you heard her kind of talk out, and that now this all makes sense. There's this dynamic going on. Yeah, this dynamic. I mean, but yeah. Fraser is admittedly has been not a great chief stew. Well, <sighs> so so we love Fraser. Um, Fraser is not doing a great job, but yeah. he is, it's like a general being handed uh, Norman. We love him too. We love time. him too, by the way. <laughs> it's like, well, it's how a the fuck do you want me to do this? I mean, I've got two women at each other's fucking throats. Yes, I got true. the got, trying to bang everybody. Yeah, exactly. Camille and Camille Alyssa. and uh, Alyssa. Alyssa. Yeah. yeah. Alyssa. Yeah. And on a huge boat, on a huge fucking boat. Huge boat. And you got so, Captain yeah. Sandy looking over your shoulder every time. Right, right, right. Um, so he's got an uphill uh, uphill battle. Do but. we know if uh, Captain Lee actually retired or if Bravo decided it was his time? We, I don't think we know. Um, I think there he are loves people being on the show. who follow. Oh, no, he, people follow gossip more than us, but I think they might have opinions. But I think um, we're still not sure if he's going to come back to be captain or he's going to come back to visit. Um, we're, we're not sure about I that. I think he's coming back to visit. Maybe he'll do like, maybe he'll feel good enough to do like the very like last day and bring the boat in some symbolic like thing. They're going to let Pappy uh, with, with Sandy's hand on the thing. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, she and, would love it. She would uh, love it just to sit there. Let me get that. Oh I, yeah. How to do like, well, I have to be more like James Cameron, like broad appeal, uh, for the, the sake of our, our business. But to these people, who are crying or getting teary eyed or missing Lee or saying he's the reason that this show is what it is. Will you please fucking take a breath, <laughs> take a walk and just calm the fuck. I mean, you it's have a got television TV. show. It's Jesus Christ. These people. Yeah. People, people fan. do get really, really well, upset about captain Lee. Yeah. I think where captain Lee does kind of maybe, um, uh, get some points for himself is at least from what we've heard, maybe y'all are way more tuned into the gossip. We are not honestly. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he apparently is a pretty reputable, kind person to people in the Bravo verse and helps them out. We know about, we've talked about Carl, with Carl and his relationship with and apparently other people, whereas captain Sandy has gone on the record for saying quote at BravoCon, I don't want to be around normal people. <laughs> that was so, a big thing. <laughs> right man if we she, had her on tape oh now, she's that. in now, it for the fame now here's the thing here's the thing we want that 
I don't yeah. want the nice guy. We're, we're <laughs> <That's> trying <true. laughs> what we're trying to do. But yes, no, everyone, we we, we love Kate Chastain so much. And oh. she's an incredible judge of character. And she constantly tells she us likes that Lee. she loves Captain Lee. So um, there's no doubt that he's a he's a good guy. He's did a you guys have guy. her on the show ever? Any yeah, times. we've had her. We've talked um, her. I'm oh like the Jake. biggest. Oh I'm the biggest God. fucking super fan. And oh God! I've, I've watched, and I wa She was so good on the Traders. Um, <laughs> because was she was just on. her. <laughs> uh, okay, I won't talk about Kate Chastain, but I still, why, why I still self-reclaimed right now. I, I get, just, I get. He won't get off her dick. He will I not get her. off Kate Chastain. Just dick. because I've watched her, just. Just when you watch Kate Chastain is the standard of what a chief stew should be. Um, yeah. And even, even though she can have, you can see her, the best thing about Kate Chastain, which a lot of chief stews don't understand is you can have a professional reaction without going overwhelmingly mm -hmm. nice. Yes. And, um, and you don't, and also you can have, as soon as you walk away from the guests, you can say, Oh my God, I hate their fucking guts. That's fine. Right. As long as you can put on a convincing face, like, yeah, we're going to have a, you guys, we have a really great meal for you. Blah, blah, blah. You're going to do that. And you walk away and you go, Oh my God, did you see that fucking bitch's face? You can <laughs> yeah. do that. Yeah. And a lot of the other chief stews don't realize you don't have to be Polly Prissy pants all the time. Yeah. You right. can she, well, she's she's a tough bitch. And when we we were doing uh, the early seasons, when we first had Kate on, Pat had referred to her as I want a cold hearted bitch numerous times. So, yeah. Like that. So she walks into the interview she room and said, which one of you idiots called me a bitch? And that was it. <laughs> and it was, was kind of love after that. You know, we smoked cigs together and I said, it's him. And she went up to him and, you know, gave him the business. Then we podcasted. So I we love very much you, what you what you see is what you get. Um, yeah. And I there's not there's not a better compliment I can give to someone, especially in reality TV. Um, I, I, I miss her desperately. If you are having Kate Chastain withdrawal, I highly recommend the traders on Peacock. Yeah. You know, I watched the first episode only because we watch 90 shows a week to do podcasts. That yeah. one's definitely in my queue, but I haven't gotten to it yet, but I will. Yeah. She gets even better. She, she is killing it. At one point, Rachel Riley from big brother. She's like, oh, I fucking hate Rachel. I want her gone just because I hate her. <laughs> And yeah. then she said she dresses like she gets dressed in a community theater every morning. Um, oh, yeah, she's so good. He shows to pack because he's been needing to finish Severance for uh, a year oh, now. And it's so good, Pat. I think we're the same person <laughs> because. because and, and I don't Dylan, know how Jake yeah, watch like Jake he'll he'll be like he's upset. I haven't seen White Lotus season two yet. Yeah, and I'm just like, when when have we had time? We've been I'm watching saying, so much shit. I'm saying shit. this. I'm saying this. You need to see White Lotus season two for cultural relevance. You are just sorry. Um, You're flying blind if you haven't seen White Lotus season two. Thank you. One was one was so not good. I was like, oh, whatever. Season two is season two is better, and I disagree that one wasn't good. Whatever. But, he but, shits in a suitcase, and then him and his boyfriend kill each other. By the oh, way, wait, I just combined shows. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Dylan pointed this out to me. I had no idea. So that amazing episode of uh, The Last of Us, episode three. Kalu. That is a hotel. Uh, yes, Murray Bartman. I had no clue. Now that's a fucking actor right there. Yeah, he's. Oh yeah, he's he can a do good anything. Actor. Um, and 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 uh, and Nick Offerman. Who can okay, so did y'all? Jake and I 
we were on it now, but we were a little blinded. We have to say, maybe it was the editing. We didn't necessarily love Alyssa, but we did not realize Alyssa was kind of at the cru- at the core of all this dysfunction. Did y'all know from the get go, or were you are we you blinded by the shiny thing that was Camille? Uh, I knew from the get go, and and fans uh, have written in that it is my bigotry, but it really has nothing to do with that. Um, <laughs> it's that she is a goddamn demon, and she's, she's a monster. Young. She, she's young, so she'll right. hopefully grow up. But but uh, Camille is aloof and lazy and will give it back to you. Alyssa has a Napoleonic, scary thing going on. This past episode, she called three of the female employees on that boat a, a smelly bitch or something to that yeah, effect. Yeah, that like, yeah, was really terrible. Including it's- Haley, who is so sweet. Wonderful. Yeah. It's it's interesting. The people who were defending Alyssa at the beginning who were, were saying it, the problem is the, 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 the people who were saying that it can only be one person who's the problem. It, it's either Camille's the problem or Alyssa's the problem. And I said, no, y'all, both of them are a big part of the problem here. Yeah. The, each of them are the, uh, the one that the other cannot handle. And I think Alyssa might have flown under the radar further had Camille not shown mm-hmm. up to give her her kryptonite. Um, but yeah, Alyssa, no, yeah, sorry. go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say Alyssa just, she's, she has way too much baggage from childhood when she's like, yeah, she yeah. reminds when you hear the phrase. Yeah. She really reminds me of my dad. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Yep. Wow. Yep. Yeah. We had Alyssa on and she, you know, she played Shut nice. Up. Oh yeah. And, um, yeah, she played, you know, of course there's the PR person from Bravo off to the side. So, (laughs) you know, you can't get too into it with her, but she basically put on nice. And, uh, there's also this thing that there, there's just this kind of uh, like dormant evil that can come up. Like not adhering to girl code is a, it's a weird Mm. thing. Not uh, most, uh, there's a good majority of women who would not do to Katie what Alyssa is doing to Katie. We can all say that Ross is a sex addict. He sees yeah. Katie as a whole and nothing more. But there is this kind of, for whatever it's worth, they're doing a thing. Alyssa does not give a fuck about it, clearly. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're, Fraser isn't doing a great job with it either. But um, Well, Dylan, what do you always say that this show and the fun of it is watching it? Well, uh, oh, it's it's subjecting the wealthy to incompetence. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That should be the subtitle for the series. That is the subtitle for the series. That that is the subtitle for the series. That's really good. Uh, yeah. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe sunrise surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals. You know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. 
Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes! Our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Songfinch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's my train of thought. It's a, fu- it's a fun season. I will say with Below Deck, we're kind of getting burnt out. on. I feel for you guys. I know you guys do a lot of 90 day, like just all the different versions. It never ends now, which it turns out that that's what the life after lockup is becoming. It's like it never ends. Like life after lockup. Guys, you're not general fucking hospital. Okay. Uh, Michael <laughs> is not. 
what is his name? Luke, uh, who's the main guy? I'm, uh, Joe like Luke and Laura. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, Justin and Michael are not Luke and Laura. Everyone over 50. Oh, I'm so really... sorry. I've got to get a call. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, is this, hey, Pinky. Pinky hey, yeah, what's hey, it's, hey, I'm Hottie's girl. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Pinky. I got, let me get this. Let me get this. <laughs> we, can I just The joke say, never gets old, ever. We, <laughs> We he did that on he did that on Mary Payne's show and she's like oh take your call and no, I, it, was, it was actually Aaron on Pink Shade that oh was, okay yeah, but Aaron take your thought call. it was a real call and and I was just like uh, but every time she did it we Ty was one of the most entertaining people on television I still will walk around my house just going I'm Hottie's girl and and going ooh. <laughs> I will say though, so here's a difference. This of, is Love After Lockup we're talking about, Love Love, which you we know, segued. The same is the same producer of 90 Day Fiance, Matt Sharp. Yes, right. Yes, it's the same production. The Matt company. Sharp joint. Matt Sharp, yeah. and the thing with Matt Sharp that is very different. Like, I'm a little jealous, but also a little grateful that like we don't get any of these people on these shows because Sharp Productions and TLC. Are we too? They won't let any of them on shows. Right. So sure, it's like they yeah. don't want them to become reality. We only got Darcy and Stacy because Darcy and Stacy were For like, we can do whatever the fuck we want to do, and we well, love you guys. They need to. They need to keep this Stockholm syndrome thing that they have going, and they need to make sure that you know they're confined. But Matt Sharp seems to be like, you know, like truffle hunting dogs. They they <laughs> he he can find damaged people. That are like you really can hundreds <laughs> of feet under the ground. I mean, it's truly hundreds. Incredible. But the thing is, though, like where you, it's it's very interesting how they don't want they don't want these people to come reality stars. Yet, I'm with you. I some of these spinoffs are fine and great, like Love Love in Paradise, oh. The Single Life, Ninety Day, or actually some of the best iterations of the show. But sure. it's also there, like, and there are shorter seasons too. That's the, we think that's the thing, 10 to 13 episodes. Aren't we yeah. like, it just feels a little bit like it feels a little too much. Now they're doing well, another 90 day version of, we don't know exactly know what it is, but they're all like on an Island somewhere they're in Florida maybe, where the rumors, it's going to be like couples therapy. We don't know. Yeah. Well, here's you guys been covering the same shows as us for a long time. So here's the best version of love after lockup is when original people come on. I know that wasn't necessarily the case with this past season because we, of course, we had, was it Gabby and, God, I forget their names so quick. Chris. Yeah, Chris. Gabby and Chris. And Justine and Michael, of course, because that was before lockup or whatever. But most of the time, when they cover these people for, what, two or three weeks, they film them, that yeah. is the best version because you get That's the most the best version. version. Same with 90 Day, the version that you guys are watching now the other way. One it's season and done. Fantastic. So when yeah. they start making these people play out acting like scenes it's like i can't it's, it's watch they're it. making them reality stars but they don't want them to be reality stars and these people often a lot of these people there's very few but again maybe the truffle dogs can find <laughs> real people but they don't find good reality stars well that's that's what i was going to say like do you think nathan of nathan and skylar fame would do like a radio row very well like <laughs> i don't think he'd wake up i don't he, think he terrifies me oh yeah he's he's i i listen skylar has had some problems in the past well three or two of her bo ex-boyfriends are dead 
understatement of the year. Black Widow. Yeah, exactly. But Nathan is bad for her. Get away from her. Powder keg. Go sweet slims and go, you know, be successful in life. But yeah, no, it's a tough show. We we were, the other thing about this season is we... (laughs) We've had a really good time with Alex and Travis, sorry, Ashley and Travis. My favorite. Uh, yeah. Who we, who uh, uh, Michelle from Blind Day Fiance called Ashley, we called her Kathy from the comic strip. Who uh, said, yeah. Um, yeah, 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 Just because yeah. our hair, because our hair is just its own creature. I, sure. It is, it's like four wigs in one, her hair. Right. Jake, Jake yeah. said she's on prescription drugs or something, right? She has oh, her. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, she's a drunk. Yep. Yeah, she's, so that is real to me. What they're filming there, sure, they say, hey, we're going to, you know, they have to do set up the cameras to film at his mother's house and all that. But are they destitute? Are they living in a car or a motels from paycheck to paycheck? Absolutely. Yeah, well, it's yeah. this weird thing because with, I feel the same way about Skylar as I do for Travis. Travis, he, he's had a problematic past. He's been a treasure hunter. He's been a crack addict. <laughs> He's been a bank robber and he's been a highway robber. Yeah. But I really feel as though he could get his shit back on track, but he's with this woman who has these brain chemical dumps at all these random times. And they're just, also he has a mom that wants to fuck him. So I I don't know that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we're praying for everyone on the show. (laughs) Come, you need to sit next to mommy gonna be right here with mommy it's about you put my hand never, on your leg you ain't never gonna break this bond ashley oh my god what the fuck is wrong with i still you? say there are very few moments that will stand out of this season than the mom taking the ring off her finger and putting oh, yeah. it on hers yep. that was crazy yep yep looks Ooh. good looks so Ooh. good on me how about this i just thought if i like you and i'll give it back yeah <laughs> Now, do you you guys like Justine and Michael? Because we absolutely we can't stand loathe them. You know, we I liked them before. I liked them. We liked them a lot in the last season, and they've. We think a lot of we, our our term is fraudacity. Our term is we think a lot of it's made up. This it's season. all cooked. We don't think they're having yeah. problems. I mean, we we do like them. I, we did not like her her first season at all. We were like, she seems spoiled. And she didn't know how much a car costs, and it, yeah. But I do still like, and yes, we do think Michael's hot. We do think he's a talented rapper. The thing though, but what the fraudacity part is is no one knows how they're paying for anything. And we're just assuming it's a, like he's like Scrooge McDuck swimming in his vat of drug money somewhere uh, in yeah. like fucking suburban Ohio that none of us fucking know about. Yeah. And that's and I hate this word because it's when, a generalization and it's but it's the perfect word for this. That's problematic to me. Yeah. If <laughs> everything it, when it, when all your checks come from the Cayman Islands, there's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think actually it might be the explanation might be a little simpler. I think uh, Justine's pretty savvy and I think they yeah. cut a deal with we and they they knew that, you know, they're going to be on new versions of this show and her quitting her job despite them having eight children was because they think it's going to be a big payday from we. Yeah, apparently we Spoiler only know alert, this, it won't be. We <laughs> only know this a little bit um uh, from what uh, Michael said, just that he's like Juju B, that's what he calls her, really handles a lot of the social media. So it's, we inferred that this is, this is her making. Yes. 100%. She's making this empire. 
for them. Empire. Yeah. By the way, I just, I'm not sure if you guys knew this, his sneaker empire, uh, the next Kanye, he is not. You can go to any building, like there's a bunch of company, sneaker companies where you can design your own shoes and then pay $40 for them and then sell them for, to idiots for $900. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. People so do that's it how it's done. I didn't know. I was like, is there, do they have factories in like, in some, <laughs> I had no idea. It's all outsourced. No. Yeah, I mean, did we see that studio that he uh, showed up to to rectify oh. his hip hop career? It, <laughs> it looks like a set from The Last of no, Us. Listen, you, 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 guys, <laughs> you guys mentioned it. Mills has bars, but yeah. Mills Mills bars can't be the only thing that's going to take care of <clears throat> eight children. It's you insane. To, it's, it's a it's little. Like the stupidity of these decisions make me. I'm confused and angry and it happens a lot. I just uh, bored people. Just, you just put, uh, just take birth control. So it's, just stop having so many fucking well, kids. Did you Jesus see this last Christ. episode? I know it was last night. I'm not sure. If yeah. yeah, yeah. Know. We, we saw it. Okay. So they meet with Justine's mother and you think that she'd be so happy to hear the news and she's fucking pissed. No, and then she, she talks goes, like this. She's just, she's over the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> she asked Michael, Michael, how are you going to pay for all these kids? And his answer was it's in God's hands. Yeah, yeah. I no. I think it's in the hands of a Swiss bank account. That, <laughs> That's what I yeah. Uh, I I don't think I don't think he would be so easy with money if there wasn't something he was something. get he could yeah. I, if there I, wasn't I think nothing. I think what's happening to uh, y'all why you're not necessarily loving them as much too is they're breaking. The, they're breaking the Lalu formula where this show, the reason why people are so great on this show is because either they are completely oblivious that they're on a reality show or they're like Ty from Ty and Hottie. They can't, as my grandma would say, they can't help but show their ass. And so it right. makes them like she can't help but just tear up her own house when she's upset. Like right. she can't help oh. like say this stupid shit. But you can tell with Michael and Justine Jujube, you can tell they get it. They get the thing. They get the yeah. formula, and they're trying to fit into that. And that is not love after love. We want, as we called her, we want black and white cookie with black and white hair loving Dalton in like Dalton and buying her trailer house. But yeah. like, and then we meet Dalton's mom and Dallas, who's a robot who talks like this. Like, that's what we need. Like, those, that's what the show the, those is. Those were the salad days of this show. Oh, uh, 100%. And like, how about Scott? God rest his soul. I loved when uh, I forget who Scott's girlfriend was. Uh, Scott. Really- Wait, is Scott dead? Scott's dead. Scott's Scott, dead. Scott from the from an earlier season. Uh, yes. From season one of Love After yeah. Love. Yes. Oh, we haven't seen. We Rose never went that far back. We have. We just we, did we a joined in episode. I'm sorry, go ahead. Boodle. We joined in season three, I think. We started season um, three, and, and we just did a collab this week with Docu Sweeties. And Wahima had started with Love After Lockup like at the beginning, and she's yeah. like, "You don't know Love After Lockup if you have y'all started from the first season. First season, loved I think it. That was, was it Scott and Lizzie? Was Scott that and Lizzie? Couple, yeah, yep. where she so spent eight hundred dollars at a convenience store on candy bars. <laughs> Just a quick question. Um, what is that massive glass of red liquid you're drinking out of? Oh, what, oh this? Oh, this is actually Pedialyte. <laughs> <laughs> Jake Jake has to bottom later, so he's just storing oh. his nerves. No, oh. this is this is 
I'm getting over from my stomach stomach bug. And so oh, I got it. Okay. Dehydrated. It does look like it does look like going, it's like, hi C, mom, where's where's the fruit punch? Purple stuff. I was like, that is a lot of fruit punch. What it's, is he drinking? Well, it's what happens I'm, when you um invite oh. the whole football team over and set up just a defensive line. It was right. a good night. Yeah, it falls out. Can we talk a little 90 day? You guys have been doing yes. 90 days for like five years. Uh, something like that. About like four, uh, four years. Yeah, four years. Okay. Yeah. So as we all agreed on, like the best version of 90 day is the first couples meeting each other. The first time you meet them, it's not three. In- like I, Barbara and Michael, if I see Barbara, is it not Barbara? I'm sorry. Uh, who's the large woman who got all the costumes? Angela. Angela. <laughs> Angela. Angela and Michael. You and the goofballs, Michael. Like, yeah. You don't have a storyline anymore. No, no, no. It's it's completely a cult of personality for them. Most people really don't want Angela on the show, but I think there is a level of of cringe that that some viewers have that that crave her. I think other thing is she is always willing to film. She they her producers uh, her producers are are kind of seasoned and they know how to make, and she's always mm. going to make, uh, they want memeable. They want memeable memes. social media content. They want, that's why, you know, think about this. At least, I don't know if it's true anymore, but at one time, the most popular 90 day fiance star on cameo was big Ed. Can you 100%. imagine? And it's and because, he loved it, by the way, no one's loved their notoriety more than big oh, Ed. that oh. piece of shit. Boy. He sent us fucking stickers whenever, or wanted to send us stickers whenever the shows when he was going to be on the first season. One, one of I, I will say, wow. really a uh, not just disgusting human being, but probably one of the thirstiest people on the planet. A hundred percent. What's um, what's going on? Because we we watched it for a little bit and then we we bowed out. Um, I found it to be. A riveting television program but there's just only there's so many hours in the day I yeah get it's that. so long yeah what is uh what's going on with jenny and samit <laughs> they're great they got married oh, they finally yeah. did oh, I can't really finally married and your dad thinks we, yeah. we, think we, we, we just do her as a chicken now the waddle is is there i mean it, <laughs> the it waddle is there it is, it is there like what kind of a chicken say, turkey hybrid yeah <laughs> right but once and you woman. say once you say chicken jenny it just it's it always gonna fit it works yeah, yeah it works. But they're, um, they're married and i mean but the mother Still, the mother the is mother so, is threatening to die every time. Yes, like yeah. physically ill because they are married. For the last six years, these people have eked out six seasons of this show <laughs> with the same storyline. Yeah, yeah. Oh, will his mother and father finally condone them getting married? Oh, my oh. God. Oh, we're still on. That's the problem. With, it's, we just it's amazing. I'm still after. compelled. That's the um, problem with happily ever after is because you. it's oh hap- happily ever after is they just all, drudgery. There's like Libby and Andre. We thought Libby and Andre. We thought Libby was going to become like a you try to be a YouTube child like singer of children's songs singing Mary had a little lamb. No, but then she got pregnant and that, that was got abandoned. Put to the way. So then it's just her and her family fighting with Andre again. Like it's just all the complete. 
if the next time they do happily ever after they need to just wipe the cast and have all people we haven't seen in a couple of years of happily yeah. ever after How about that Amish girl that came like season two and are not Amish. He was Amish and they like he, she was in South America. She comes out here and she looks like a model. And then we never followed that storyline again. Like I'd be fascinated what they're up to. Oh, I, I know who, who are you talking about? Uh, oh, um, Amish. Amish. Who was Amish? I thought he was Amish. Because the way he met her is he was on a mission in South America. Oh, 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 oh um, that was uh, Alan and Kirlian. Yeah. 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 That was nice. season well, one. That was season one. And let me tell you about that. That has a dark side, Pat. <laughs> what? <laughs> because they, he, he met her. Um, on a mission in South America and told when he, she was a little younger and told his parents to save him, save her for him. So yeah, they uh, met apparently when she was like, <laughs> they met when she was like 15. Really? So yeah! Yeah! Oh, it's a lot darker than it seems. <laughs> yeah, it's like... But some... now they have two children and they're happy. Yay! They're fine! Yay! <laughs> Really Can we talk about actually? So Big Ed was thirsty. How about I forget? Uh, he was a rapper that, uh, and he had gone to Serbia. I think his band was called Serbia. Oh, oh Jabri and Jabri. Miona, Black okay. Serbs. We called them, call them gibberish. Gibberish. Um, they were thirsty. The, what they were thirsty, and they were thirsty to a degree that even the show couldn't sustain. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. Beyond. Like they, they, they flew too close to the sun on wings of Instagram filters. <laughs> it was to the point of the audience hated them, objectively hated them. Yeah. Really? They, wow. They won't yeah. be back. I don't think they'll be back. They'll for a never while. be back because they went. She was accused of blackfishing as well because she was a Serbian girl and basically look going further than Kim Kardashian ever dared. <laughs> oh, I've never oh, yeah. heard of that term. So it, it's called blackfishing. Black where you, I, like, we learned about it in that you, season. You, I never heard you of it. Tried to where where people who are not black basically are appropriating black hairstyles. Like Rachel the point, What's her name? Rachel um, Dolezal. Rachel Divide. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Rachel. Okay. So it's not get out. It's Rachel Dolezal. <laughs> yes. It is okay, looking, it. looking to appear that you are black to, to okay. get some type of cultural cachet from it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And yeah, she like the, the complete uh, facial tone. If you look at earlier pictures, she's just a Serbian girl. And they and would she, say they're like people. Serbians can be dark skinned. Look at her younger pictures. Look at her younger picture. Yeah. And she <laughs> was, you know, she got a she got a good edit on the show. Yeah. Yeah. But um, uh, on social media, she was reprehensible. She was really yeah, she horrible was awful. And troll. Yeah. And we Good. found out later that their quote wedding, they'd actually already been married for a year. And that was literally just their Instagram picture wedding that we saw on 90 day fiance. It was wow. like that just fake. a complete, it was the, the most fraud we've ever had. And, um, you know, we originally started 90 day when we started it years ago is, um, I, that's why we don't do housewives and a because Ronnie and Ben we're we're really good friends with I do knew Ronnie from and watch what years crap ago. Yeah. So we're good friends with him as well and we're like they already do it and so yeah. we don't want to touch that and the the market is pretty saturated too and so. but we picked sure. 90 day fiance because at the time it was one of the most quote realistic 
reality shows out there. And you feel that with these new seasons with new people. Like what is happening now is like this is Toe, this season of Toe. This woman who is like wears onesies in Alabama and is traveling to South America and she has narcolepsy and just falls asleep. (laughs) Like it's just you can't make this shit up. Narcolepsy is narcolepsy (laughs) is a very inconvenient disease. Yeah. Yeah. Extremely inconvenient. Do you guys are you guys familiar with Umami Burger? Yes. Of course. This is what's happening with 90 Day Fiance. You know, they're starting to pop up these umami burgers all over the place. They're scaling. Before you know, you've you've scaled too big and you can't make (laughs) you you can't make the aioli the same way that you used to. Yeah, the Parmesan crisp is not the same. Exactly. Yeah. Now I've I've watched just the first two episodes of the newest version of 90 Day. What do you got? What's the uh, the the other way? Okay. I love toe. the cow. It's oh, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. fantastic. It's, it's it's my favorite. It's my favorite because they put they put Americans into these weird and we're the biggest pussies in the world when it yeah. comes to yeah. going yeah. other places. Yeah. yeah. Where is the woman who shows up to like a Muslim co- uh, country and she's pissed when she finally gets there that she doesn't want to wear like the oh, hijab? Oh, that was Brittany, I think, right? Oh, well, that, that was Brittany in the in a previous season, but this is Nicole who we said is the first AI 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> yes. Um, they're infiltrating reality television too. Just the Yes. She she seems she's almost indecipherable from a real person. Well, apparently we just saw a trailer or a, t- or a thing on their 90 Day Instagram. Apparently she's actually already converted to Muslim. Oh, also, really? To, to yeah. Islam. To, you just, to you Islam. just pulled a kid. You just pulled a, a cam. I, did. I, I, tried not, I tried not. We made fun of her. And now I do it. Um, Forgive me, Dylan. I have to talk to the experts here just because yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. all the names. Dylan does, hasn't followed 90 Day as much as me. Speaking of Nicole, the blonde haired girl from Florida in which she was in love with Azan. Is that the Nicole. name? Nicole. Yes. Oh. Nickel. Right. Nickel. They did three seasons in which her family was bankrolling his quote unquote jewelry business. Beauty shop. Beauty shop slash health store. Nicole's it's like the it's Nicole's it's as, makeup store. I know Pink Shade for a while on their Patreon had a tier. Their two dollar tier was called Nicole's makeup store. And they said basically <laughs> you give us two dollars and you get nothing. <laughs> Cause that's what the makeup store had in it. It wasn't a real place. Isn't that's it fascinating? Right. All these people that were on a series for three years and then they just disappear. Oh, Nicole disappear. is still around, but she rarely posts anymore. We were we were part like practically begging her to be on the single life because she is utterly fascinating because there is no personality there, but she's also quite arrogant. (laughs) That's great. And physically abusive. Remember she was beating him. Like we always say she uses her size against him and she would always go, I'm going to beat you up. If you don't kiss me and be my boyfriend. (laughs) Basically, It's like your, your girl, high school, your girl, elementary school bully. Oh, basically um, yeah but yeah and, you know she's, she's a classic on this season two they have danielle and johan who were on if oh, you have, again y'all don't have oh. time but one of the spinoffs probably one of my favorite is love in paradise it was on discovery plus and then and then tlc but she was originally on season two of that and that's yeah. a great season because we it's have people, like people going on bang trips in the caribbean and right. uh, american like weeks, right yeah. yeah, like there was one storyline of a gay man from New York going down to. He, he was uh, from LA, by the way. You you uh, say he was. Well, from he New lived York. in New York though at the time. He's from LA, but he was living in New York City. I don't he know was. about that. Okay. Um, and because he was like, it was weird because I think he's back in LA now. Anyway, 
doesn't matter. He's no, an American. So I think wrong. he was from New York and living in LA. I think it's ah. the other way around. But so he comes down to I've only been and, married. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Uh, so no one cares. So, but he goes down. Is he go to? Are they in Colombia? Right. Colombia. Yes, and the whole plot line of these two men's storyline is that they're both tops, and literally the episode's called "The Trouble with Two Tops," and they're who's like, gonna "Who's going to bottom?" And there's this and lengthy do you explanation. Do? Do you, do you just play odds and evens. Like, how does that work? <laughs> rock paper scissors. Rock, paper, yeah. scissors. Uh, yeah. I think I think what happened was what what uh, Valentine wanted to do. Yes, that was his name. Uh, Valentine wanted to open up the relationship pretty early, <laughs> like the Which, first day. Yeah, and I and and Carlos was not okay with this because I guess one just assumed the other would turn over one day and say, "Let's do it." Can't you just and- plead stomach flu and then it's off the table? <laughs> no, not for not for some guys. There's some nasty ass people out there, Pat. <laughs> Yeah, some some Been just there. some will just go there. Um, yeah, but I think I think what'll I think what <laughs> that, that was pretty much done through kind of uh, Instagram thirst as well that relationship. Yeah. But, but yeah. Uh, the this Danielle Danielle and Johan are are something because this is a woman who uh, who basically doesn't want to live in the U.S. anymore because her rent's too high in New York City. And, and we found and we found out this is breaking, but we found out news that she actually has a bankruptcy in 2022. So she just wants to get out of the country. So she doesn't yeah. have to pay her shit. And this is on the new season of Toe, correct? Yeah, this is on so, Toe. Okay. I he, saw that. She's pretty, yeah. she's, she is reviled <laughs> pretty much. The way she framed it, yeah, as you were saying, she's sick in New York City. So she's like, I have a love-hate with New York, New York City. It's kind of gross, but this is where all my favorite coffee shops are. But yeah, yeah, and my skincare I'm, 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 places. No, oh, yeah. she's, she's disgusting. She's fucking this, broke, and she needs to get out of New, uh, the U.S. And <laughs> Johan just joined the kind of an OnlyFans uh, copy where he's it's showing unfiltered. his humongous it's, dong. <laughs> yeah. How big is it? It's um, a, it's, it's he, a, said, he said nine inches. It was a big soft, nine inch so dong. I can't be. I, of course we. Of course, Maddie went and bought the book. Well, I put it on the business card. It's a tax write-off. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's smart business, but <laughs> nine inches is just. It's I mean, you can, kinda, you can kind of. You can kind of see. Oh Whoa. my God! We we won't show this because it it's his work. Yeah, pull it back. I can't see. Oh Lord, Jesus! <laughs> yeah, it looks like, like Godzilla's it's, dick. Yeah, it's like a. It's a big dong. It's a big. Yeah. That's soft. We're, we won't show this on the video because you know that sex work is work, and we're gonna let them have that. Absolutely. We're gonna let him have his money. Um, yeah, get his money because yeah. It's there. There's a lot of cuckoo. There's Jen and Rishi, uh, the woman who's in Texas, uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, who's with the Indian man, um, right? And she spends two hours washing his hair. And his family doesn't really know anything about her. She's just a friend. <laughs> who Who is the girl who she's been married twice, has a couple kids, and now she's uh, she's a lesbian. And she lives at her mother's house. That, that is all Jamie and or, or that is that is Chris and Chris. Jamie. The Chris yeah, is the, the one who narcoleptic. has narcolepsy, narcoleptic, who is. Right. And then it's the first time, which these are kind of so far the fan favorites are Gabe and what's um, uh, Isabel. Isabel, who's which a trans Gabe man. Is the first, yeah, trans man we've ever had on 90 Day Fiance. So. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. It's. Anyway, it's it. This is a really good season. I would say if anybody's not if you if you ducked out after 
because you were tired of Happily Ever After, come back to the fold because Happily Ever After is riveting, riveting. in a in a good way. I uh, totally there's also, agree. There's also a woman who we're going to see the week after the Super Bowl who's like in her 70s and she falls off a donkey. Um, so, yeah. That, you know, the falls get more cataclysmic for the elderly, the older you get. <laughs> it really, looks really. dangerous. It happened, and it was one of the things where you're not Jake, sure Jake. if it hurt. Jake, it um, is. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, Okay, we're going to wrap a minute, but I'm so, but, and thank y'all again for being on. But before we don't cover Rock of Love, you do. What are we missing by not watching Rock of Love? (laughs) You're not missing anything. I mean, 90 Day Fiance (laughs) is uh, sad enough. Love After Lockup is sad enough. But (laughs) if you want to unearth a time chamber or a from 2007, 2007, wherein this guy that looks like a lizard is just (laughs) checking women to, the horrors of his libido, and oh. he he has a guy named Big John there who is uh, aiding him in that. Uh, wow! So Ro- Rock of there. Love is a VH1 series from 2007. They actually did four seasons of it, where a bunch of rock thirsty girls show up to live at Brett Michaels, the lead singer of Poison. You say rock thirsty girls, but they're too young to really know who he who is. he is. That's yeah. True. So it's but just, their moms they, liked him. That's probably yes, it. hundred percent. Their moms Which liked him. He's but, fine with. So we want to talk about the heyday of reality TV. That's why I love 90 Day or the versions that we've talked about it. It's like they recapture that magic of what was happening in the early 2000s when everything was on the table as far as reality TV. I mean, we had a show called The Swan in which oh, you, I, I mean, mean it, if that if you that have, was the crazy that was like that was Joe nuts. Millionaire like the Swan the Swan was the biggest was the was the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life that Absolutely. was around when we had the gay version of you probably don't remember this show but if you ever want to see something I feel like Dylan would be completely horrified but but also love it <laughs> yeah. did you ever watch the show it was on Logo called Boy Meets Boy I think I I look that's from oh wow we're talking about old it's shows from that's 2002 2003. I remember it the billboard for it a on gay, A gay guy trying to find love with his best queer dear. Um, and and but with the, the catch was there were some gay guys and some straight guys. And if he picked the straight guy, they would get money. <laughs> really? It's literally guys, just I, straight guys gay baiting. Just this guy and acting gay. And if and the moment when she finds out that some of the guys are straight, his best friend, it literally is like she loses her fucking what? mind. What? It is one of the best moments of reality TV. She completely <laughs> makes it all about her, even though he's the one that's been fucking flirting with straight guys. It's yeah. so good. Do you guys remember the real L word? Like how crazy yes. was oh. that? That was that was kind of hard to watch. Um <laughs> Because that was just lesbians getting drunk and fighting, which and is fucking. every fucking. every night, really, for uh, parts of West Hollywood. Um, yeah, that sounds really, really uh, fun. But and it, it's not too dissimilar to Rock of Love because Rock of Love has this thing where, like, you realize how valuable having no security on set is <laughs> to yeah. a television show. So they'll just let them fucking fight. You know, it's um, awesome. And like also, Bad Girls Club used to be. Yes. Like Bad Girls Club used On to be. On the Oxygen Network. This was a little bit, I think it was a precursor to Bad I'm, Girls Club. I'm, but, I'm um, telling you, if you want to see cringe, you really should dig into MILF Manor. Jake can't watch it, but it really does have that vibe of like the swan. No, it's like, no. 
It's so gross. And I've heard that add apparently, incest. apparently there are there are there are casting because uh, it's gotten so much buzz. They're now apparently creating a Dilf manner. Look, I'm happy. For, oh, I thought they'd never touch that because I always say if the roles were reversed, people would be. No, like, oh. I think I think they're touching it. Don't. Here's here's my issue. That show could have been amazing. All the women are beautiful. Of course, their sons are handsome too. Why not introduce their sons? That's kind of a fun little angle. And then have 35-year-old guys come on the show and just live at the MILF Manor with them so we can really see it. it that would be much more fun. I watched the first three episodes. I'm like, all right, I don't think anybody's going to fuck anybody. I'm out of here. But I could be wrong. Well, I, I don't know. I will let you know. Because I'm invested, and now we do a MILF Manor Minute during Extreme Sisters. Because why I don't, not? I don't allow that filth on the regular podcast. <laughs> Well, well, what's going on with the, with the bachelor, Maddie? Are you absolutely out? You're you're not. You're not no. Sure. We just got. I'm gonna jump in and catch in because um, I actually have to talk about it next week on another podcast. But it's just we got inundated with like Darcy and Stacy, bam, 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 all these shows. So yeah. that's what I'm gonna work on. I'm gonna try to get caught up before uh, well this week. Do you have a, a speed player on on Chrome so <laughs> you mean, can watch it at two times speed? I do, I do I do I can watch it on two times just speed. I, speed I, I up just, Zach every time he talks. I yeah, just yeah, yeah. I wanted it to be Avon. I don't know. I don't like this guy. I love yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved Avon. No, he's he's a shortbread cookie that has anthropomorphized and is now like kind of being kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. Actually, is there, it's cool. Are there any notable women to uh, refer yeah, to? Yeah, one of the Mandrell daughters. Yeah, there's a there's a <gasps> Shut up. Okay, well, he's, he's a big fan of Bar uh, Barbara Mandrell. Ooh, I was country when country yeah. was it? Which yeah. Barbara Mandrell? Louise? Was it? Is it Louise Barbara or um of the sister everybody forgets? What's her it's, name? I think um, it's Barbara. I think it's Barbara Mandrell. And, and, shut and, up! And oh, shut no. up! Oh no! Here we go. I might be wrong, and and Maddie, I might be wrong, and and sorry if I'm letting you down, but let me tell you something. It, is it Erlene's? It's Barbara. Okay, okay. Okay, take a I breath. What a little monster she's been. Oh, <laughs> oh, yes. No, yes. I'm sh it's got to be Barbara's daughter then because Louise and Erlene, I think, were the, they were less famous. But I know Barbara Mandrell's part of a monster. But my, oh, I loved I used to walk around in my cousin's Barbara Mandrell boots when right. I was a kid. Hey, check it out because the, the sister uh, insists on having her Chiron say Christina Mandrell. It, it's it's the, the surname is in there every single time. She has a child. And when she tells the bachelor she has a child, he says, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's and he it's jumped around the next show. And yeah. there's also lots of women who come to him. We call them love bluffs. They're trying to come to him for ab. I'm thinking of leaving. I I'm thinking of leaving. I need help. Oh like, yeah, they they've always done that. It's so awful. Get out of here, because I'm not wrapping my arm around you. I've got plenty. I've been making out with everybody. We haven't made out at all. So please leave the show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my God! It's. Yeah. It's Erlene. She's Erlene's okay. daughter. We, we're Erlene was the least famous. This is we're gonna shocking have to, to me. We're going to have to leave this here. Um, oh, did you just, oh, God. Hopefully, okay. Hopefully, I'm going to wish everyone healing, like Sean Robinson says. <laughs> I'm uh, so we're not gonna, thank We're you. not going to resolve you this today. You just made me so excited for the rest of my weekend because um, I'm binging I'm going to say this now. Uh, we have to record a show after this. I'm not looking forward to him talking about Barbara Mandrell. Uh, but thank you <laughs> okay. both. Thank you. Uh, Where Pat can people Dylan. find y'all? Where can Tell they us. find you? Yeah. 
Um, check out Bad TV. Uh, that's the the new show. All the below decks are there. The Rock of Love is there. The Love After Lockup is there. So go to Bad TV. Um, a reality television recap podcast program, I think is the full title. And then if you want to join us on Patreon as well, another podcast network.com. Network. Yeah. Yep. Thank this you. was Guess great. This has been so we're much gonna fun. This. We're going to do this again live. We're going to do this again. Together. Yeah. If we'll have to let you know when one of us. I want to play your show. video games behind you. Yeah. And maybe one of you can come up behind me and hold me. I knew yeah, yeah. you just. It'll be like Ghost, but we'll be playing like a Sega Genesis game or something. Yeah, yeah. That's great. even hotter. That's yeah, even hotter. I'm kind of into that. All right, so yeah. next time we do this, all four of us are going to be together in studio. And we'll yeah. do it live. Yeah, I love and it. maybe we'll be drinking and your your inhibition your inhibitions will be lower. All right. Hey, Pack gets really drunk, so you know I, I think it can Thank Perfect. you guys so much for having us. Thanks for having us, guys. Yeah, my back Perfect. is really smooth. Okay, uh, we've got to go. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, <laughs> Thank Dylan you and Patrick. Y'all go check them out. Bye. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.